Hi friends, it's the Material Girl Podcast. This is Bernadette. On this episode, I have Lauren Boyd and she is a Fort Worth mom. She's a yoga instructor at the Fort Worth, wait, hold on. It's the Yoga Project in Fort Worth. A blogger slash a blogger, a jewelry maker, a web and graphic designer. She does it all and she has a toddler and she does it with a smile on her face. It's amazing. We had the most beautiful conversation. She talked about her trip to Peru. She traveled there to do a workshop for or with ISTA, which is the International School of Temple Arts. And everything she learned in her training, her workshops, she brought it back with her. She's using it in her daily life. She is actually doing workshops at the Yoga Project. She has so much to share, and I hope one day I can take a yoga class or a a workshop with her because she just speaks so calmly and peaceful and it just made me feel so good and I'm kind of hyper anyways so you know she just brought it down and I just I love that I just I it was she was put on this earth to make people feel so comfortable and that's how she made me feel and we just talk about everything from my obsession with meditation to her not having a tv which is I thought was crazy but then I thought about it and I'm like it wasn't really crazy that was like the wrong word to use but I uh, I just thought wow like how how great is it that she uses her time wisely and it's not in front of a tv so kudos to her because I don't know if I could do it anyway Lauren was a great pleasure to have and I hope that you guys enjoy this conversation we had and definitely check her out laurenashleyyoga.com and keep in touch with the Material Girl podcast on Facebook and Instagram and a website will be coming soon guys I need to get together with Lauren because she's a web designer as well need to give her that business support local so definitely check us out and uh, I hope you guys enjoy it okay so we have Lauren here and she is a blogger, a yoga instructor, creative, yeah. and being. <laughs> Very, yes. I have like three different businesses basically that I'm working with right now. I've got, I've been teaching yoga since 2010. And I make jewelry and I also do website and logo design. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, and you and you do yoga at the yeah I teach it at the yoga project in Fort Worth. So it's awesome. I just got I just came out of a class before here, (laughs) and I taught earlier today at noon. So yeah, I love it. It really keeps me grounded. Yeah, (laughs) I love it. I haven't taken a class yet, but I plan to. Cool. That's my plan. Take time to do yoga. Absolutely. I know I'm not real I just needed I just need to take the beginning class of yoga. Yeah. We well we have uh foundations classes. So um they're kind of scattered throughout the schedule, but mm-hmm. they're it's great for beginners. It yeah. kinda takes it a little slower through the flow and yeah. So that's where you'll start. <laughs> <laughs> and so you do web design and logo design and Yeah. Yeah. Um I have a, a communication degree from the University of Washington, and I, I did um, a lot of graphic design work in that, and journalism was my major. So um, I'm a lot more in just, I'm really, my strength is writing and just the whole creative aspect of yeah. the visual communication. Mm-hmm. And so with website and logo design, it's just been, it's really been cool, um, just 
what I love so much about it is like a helping people kind of bring their vision to mm-hmm. fruition. Um, like some people know exactly what they want when I design for them, but a lot of people aren't exactly sure. So a lot of what's so fun is helping helping people kind of uh, navigate their way mm-hmm. into into that. And it's just such a cool thing to have a platform. You know, whether it's just a hobby or it's your business, I mean, to have your own platform mm-hmm. where you can have, you can connect all your social media outlets, you can monetize your site you want, if you want to, you can, um, if you want to blog or write or have a podcast, it's yeah. just such a cool way, and, and the visual way you present it is really, can be really fun, too, so, yeah, um, yeah I love it. I know, I, I, I think a lot of people validate businesses and groups and whatever you got going on through a website so that's like the first thing people go to absolutely and that's why I need to get one (laughs) (laughs) perfect yeah (laughs) so and then your jewelry that you make yeah so the jewelry thing I never thought I would be doing jewelry it's funny because my mom is an incredible jewelry artist and so I kind of grew up around it she does like metal work um, stamping and and metal Mm -hmm. and things like that um, so just being around beads and all that my whole life, I even went to like bead camp when I remember <laughs> when I was younger in the summer and I oh, loved it. We would cool. do all these cool projects and everything. Anyways, I never, I never imagined that it would be such a big part of my life, but, but what I do specifically are mala beads. So mm-hmm. like mala beads have been used for thousands of years, like across cultures all around the world, different ways of, you know, in meditation or, like, the way that I view them, though, is, like, a way to hold your intention. Like, all the different semi-precious stones I use, mm-hmm. like, they all kind of hold different meanings. But um, I think that, like, the mala itself just should represent whatever you need it to. It can represent... Yeah, so where do you get the mala beads? Like, are they from a certain place, or...? Yeah, well, I order them from a place in Houston. It's okay. a really awesome, a really awesome bead store. So I order from them... Um, and then I, I, I also use some local shops here in Texas to get the rest of my materials, but I use leather, I make my own tassels, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's really fun, and it just really goes hand in hand with yoga, so, you know, I teach yoga, and I'm also getting in a groove of doing more workshops, Mm -hmm. so when I have my workshops, I sell, I bring all my jewelry, and so... Workshops for jewelry making? No, or? like yoga yoga workshops. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting ready to, to have one um, in May about chakras one and two. So our chakra is, chakras is like our energy body. And um, I just learned so much awesome stuff in Peru and just the energy that I, I just went to Peru. So um, it's, I've been back about a month and I'm finally feeling more grounded. Like when I got back, it was just this whirlwind of like, holy crap, what just happened? <laughs> and now I'm like getting grounded again, just getting in a new routine. And I'm like, I'm, I'm excited to just kind of share yeah. what I learned. So my next workshop is going to be about that. And the jewelry kind of just goes hand in hand. So did you grow up here in Texas or did you... I'm from Seattle, Seattle originally, okay. yeah, and I just, I've been here now about two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Um, from Seattle, I actually moved to Costa Rica for about six months. That was my, like, um, 
I just had to get out of Seattle. I packed two suitcases. I just reached a point where I was like, I have to get out of here. My life was not going down a very good path. And I realized it was either like self-destruct or change it, you know? So uh, I took the plunge, the leap of faith, and I did that. And uh, it was the best decision of my life. I mean, talking about that documentary we were mm-hmm. talking about a little bit ago, the minimalism, just, yeah, I, you know, I put everything in two suitcases mm-hmm. and left and lived on the beach and surfed and, nice. and walked barefoot everywhere. Yeah. And- <laughs> See, that's a place you can do that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And yeah, and that was before my son, obviously. So, you know, but I, I decided to come, when I came back to the States, I chose Texas because I also have family here mm-hmm. and I just, I wasn't feeling going back to Seattle. So kind of replanted new mm-hmm. roots here. Yeah. And it's really grown on me a lot. So what is the, you sell your um, jewelry on Etsy? Yeah, I do. I have an Etsy shop and I also have my own blog. Mm-hmm. So I, um, my own blog, it's laurenashleyyoga.com and I've integrated the Etsy shop like within it. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, it's connected like that and, and I write and I just started I started vlogging, mm-hmm. which I just found out about what, what a vlog is, like <laughs> literally a couple months ago. It's just like a video blog. Yeah. But yeah, it's been really fun because it's like this, it's really just like me hold, trying to hold myself accountable for mm-hmm. my life. Yeah. It's like sharing, you know, where I'm at. Just being open and being vulnerable because I need to get yeah. this shit off my chest. And I gotcha. also just, you know, when, when we're vulnerable and, and we share, it makes other people open up and do the same. Yeah, it's more so. it's a more comfortable feeling because I feel like that's how I am with this podcast. I'm not really out there. I don't really do anything on social media. But this would be a good platform to do that. And it's, you know, I could share it with other people and people can share what they have going on and it goes both ways. Like I, I will get feedback and you would get feedback for your blogs, yeah, which are fun by the way. Cause you know, you don't, you don't know. I mean, it's, it may be just one perspective, like when somebody's watching it, but you're putting everything out there and it's like, you see different sides of you and you see different thoughts you have going on and I like it. Thank you. Yeah, sometimes I'm just like, sometimes I feel like, oh my God, am I really sharing this? Like, oh, you know, it's like, oh, you get that nervous feeling mm-hmm. before I hit the share yeah. button. And it's like, but in the end, I, you know, the response is great. And I'm not doing it for the response, but it's like, it, it feels really good within myself, mm-hmm. really. And it's like, you know, it also makes me... Um, just really be aware of like how I'm living my life and make sure it's that accountability thing. Like, you know, I, I want to be proud of what, I, of my life and like what I'm creating. So kind of, you know, it makes me like, I want to share cool stuff. So I got to do cool <laughs> yeah. stuff. Right. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> so. I mean, that's, that's great. So <laughs> tell me about your trip to Peru. You went a couple like last month. Yeah, I did. I've been back now about a month. Um, it was amazing. I uh, I did the first week. I did this uh, week long training with ISTA, which stands for International School of Temple Arts, mm-hmm. and it was a level one training called. Um, it was called the Spiritual Sexual Shamanic Experience Level One. Okay. So what it really deals with is just um, it deals with 
a lot of emotions around like our like stored guilt, shame, and fear that we hold around our sexuality and our authenticity mm-hmm. and just learning how to work with our emotional body, um, kind of releasing old things that we need to let go of in order to really step into our power and kind of expand our capacity for more love, mm-hmm. freedom, and just personal power. It was absolutely amazing. I mean, it's really hard to put into words. So were there a lot of people in this class or group? Yeah, I think there were about, I want to say probably 25 or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, they uh, they hold training. There was three facilitators. And they this ISTA holds trainings all over the world. Um, they have levels one, two, and three. Um, it was just such a beautiful experience. I mean, I haven't, I haven't done a training really since my yoga training and this wasn't, you know, a yoga training, but it was, it was just more of a self, Mm -hmm. self work type of journey. And it was amazing. There's no words. (laughs) (laughs) Had you been to Peru before? No, I, I had not. It was very cool. Mm -hmm. I, I just have been to Costa Rica Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it was a long travel time. That's the farthest away I've traveled yeah. on a plane. <laughs> um, it was just, I remember landing, landing. It was really early in the morning and just looking out the plane window, I was so tired. I could hardly keep my eyes open. But when I looked out and I saw, I was just like, I, I, I suddenly was energized. Uh-huh. It was so beautiful, like so picturesque, mm-hmm. like what you see in the movies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. I can just imagine. Cool. Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah. So what else did you do in Peru? You did the class? Yeah, I did the training with mm-hmm. Issa, and then um, I did a hike to Machu Picchu. Oh, It was fun. a five-day trek. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was intense. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't really, I mean, I've done day hikes and stuff, but not for a while, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so that, I, I didn't realize what I was getting myself into. It was, it was awesome. But it was, I mean, mentally, oh yeah, it was quite a challenge at times. <laughs> yeah, but it was awesome, and um, yeah, Machu Picchu is gorgeous. It was a little bit rainy and cloudy, so mm-hmm. it wasn't, you know, completely clear like like it would have been nice. But but it was still beautiful, and the energy there mm-hmm. was just incredible. So that was cool. And the but food was, and the oh drinks, yeah, Peruvian <laughs> cuisine is like. <laughs> It is incredible. I mean, totally different, like, than Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, my gosh. There was this awesome vegan restaurant called Green Point Cafe in Cusco. And if you ever go, you have to go there just because the food was incredible. And it would literally be 15 soles, which is about $5 U.S. And oh you would gosh. get a four-course meal. Amazing. Oh, yeah. that sounds awesome. I know, and it was just so beautifully presented <laughs> on the plate, and oh my god, yeah. We went there like four or five times. <laughs> <laughs> so are you vegan? So, um, You know, not completely. I stopped eating dairy when my son was born, but I'm not completely vegan. I still eat eggs and occasionally a little bit of cheese here and there, mm-hmm. um, but... For the most part, I don't really eat dairy. Ever since my son was born, it was suggested because of something he 
he was going through and, and so I stopped it and I actually felt feel a lot better mm-hmm. um, without the dairy but uh, I do love pizza so. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just all about things in moderation yeah you know? and just everybody's different mm-hmm. and I think just you know eating for how your body feels and listening to what your body wants is yeah. so important yeah so. yeah yeah. yeah, that's, I know, it's so hard sometimes when you're trying to be good and there's pizza involved. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> or tacos involved. Oh or... <laughs> my gosh, yeah, and I'm all about it. You know, it's like, and with that, it's just about, it's just about balance, at least for me. It's like one day if I eat a lot, it's like the next day I just, you know, drink more water instead. <laughs> so yeah. It usually yeah. balances out. So what are your favorite places to go in Fort Worth? Gosh, I'm really just honestly starting to get out more because since I moved here and I was pregnant when I got here, I was really inward and home and then now my son's two and now I'm starting to like have a life again. (laughs) So um, restaurant wise, I honestly love Spiral, Mm -hmm. which is a vegan restaurant. I love it. Their nachos are incredible. That's probably my favorite thing to eat there. Yeah, Yeah. I'm obsessed. (laughs) So there, and then my dad um, manages Lily's Bistro, mm-hmm. which is right next door to Spiral, yeah. so I also frequent that place a lot. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah you know, like I said, I'm still getting out. Like, uh, I spend a lot of time in the yoga studio, because it's like, whether I'm teaching, I'm either teaching or practicing, so I'm mm-hmm. there almost every day. Yeah, I need, I need any suggestions of spots. There's a I'm lot still... of places, a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of little... Um, different areas in Fort Worth that are kind of coming up and just with like food and outside outdoors a lot of outdoor stuff to do and patios and oh, I just love it I just take especially right now this time of year is perfect oh to me God, yeah that's what that's what's in my brain right now is like all the places to go on a patio yes so. I actually was at recently blue I love that, oh, yeah. that sushi place it's so nice their patio is fun <laughs> That's that's fun. Yeah, I love the weather here. I mean, it's so beautiful this time of year because I'm from Seattle, so it's cloudy and mm-hmm. rainy and cold most of the year. And then, but here and this time of year, it's got that Seattle vibe with the clouds and the rain. But then it's warm, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, ah, oh, my body loves the sun. Yeah, I mean, whose body doesn't love mm-hmm. the sun? But. But um, that's one thing I just love about Texas. I love the sunshine. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing how much it affects my mood. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it's cloudy here for a while, like, people start going crazy. And it could be, like, three days or two days. And I can just imagine if you're in Seattle and you're, like, months of cloudy yeah. weather. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it gets to a point where you're just inside so much, and it just gets like it's hard to get motivated. I mean, yeah. Some people love some people love it. Yeah, but my body needs the sun. Yeah, <laughs> me too. It's depressing sometimes, like when you just don't have any. Oh, if you don't go outside, or if it's yeah, I feel it for yeah. sure, for yeah. sure. So what else is going on? What do you? What are you? What's keeping you? You sound pretty busy, anyways. I mean, yeah, um, well, you know, just uh, when I'm not not teaching or working or making jewelry, I mean, and at the same time, I'm I'm taking care of my son yeah. all the time, so uh, yeah, life is definitely, definitely busy, um, yeah, that's really, that's really what's going on, and I, I was thinking on the way over here, and like, 
thinking, you know, like, what do I want to say about all my businesses and what I'm doing? Yeah. Like, you know, trying not to plan what I want to say, but at the same time, it's like, I feel like with what I do, I feel like that everything merges together in the sense of, like, yoga. Like, it's about helping people feel good, um, feel beautiful, um, and, and helping them like with yoga it's about feeling good physically but also connecting to your inner voice mm-hmm. and when you start to do that you start to get more clear on like what it is you want right and and then with the web design it's like really bringing that that to life mm-hmm. so i'm like yeah like what do you want and it's like yeah i just i want to share that i i lo- i love it and that you know i used to work for for other people and I've been working just for myself now for, I mean, pretty much since since I left and moved to Costa Rica in 2014 and then coming back here, I've completely been working for myself mm-hmm. and working from home and now I'm a single mom and I'm just doing all that on my own. Yeah. And I just want people to know that that's possible. Yeah. It's possible to do that and um, just any way I can help. Yeah, I, I want to help people. I love that. Yeah, it's so. it sounds like it does go all together. So with yoga, do you also meditate? You know, I I do. I haven't been as much. Like I go, I go in ebbs and flows with it. Like the actual seated meditation practice. I've been reading about it because I want to try it or I want to do it, but I need to. Like, I need to do it, and so I keep talking about it. I just never do it, totally. and I, I have to find time to do it. That's another thing, too. It's like I really have to um, – I want to do it right, and I want to make sure that, like, I'm in a space or I'm in my own head space and I'm an own physical space, too, to really just take time to just be with myself, and I don't – I don't do that. I totally know what you mean. Like, when I lived in Costa Rica, I lived with this Reiki master energy healer chick. She was amazing. She is amazing. And uh, she she was really into meditation, and I felt exactly the way you did about it. And and that's when I really started meditating because she said, you know, you're overcomplicating it in yeah, your mind. That's what I would feel like I'm doing. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm just putting this too much on it and then it wears me out and I start like really getting anxiety about it because I'm like okay I need to do it I need to do it when am I going to do it how am I going to do it and then I read too much into it and then I'm like forget it like that was exhausting just to think about it absolutely (laughs) and our mind you know it's like when something's new or different or uncomfortable it's Mm -hmm. like our mind's going to try to look for any way out of it you know but what Jeannie taught me in Costa Rica was like you know you just start with 30 seconds. Yeah. Sit, sit, lay down, whatever. Whatever feels most authentic. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a seated position. Mm-hmm. If you want to lay down or whatever. Um, and just 30 seconds. And yeah. then build it up from there. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, really it's just about, you know, just getting out of your head and just, just doing it. You use your phone timer on your phone. Yeah. And that's what, I, that's what I do. Also, one thing I really like to do is... I have a few songs that are about 10 minutes long, and I'll put one of those on. Mm. And That's a good I'll idea. And just sit. Or any song you want. Yeah. And you can, you can do that, too. Um, that's one way I like to do it. But, 
Yeah, with yoga, to me, is such a moving meditation. I, I To me, I count that as meditation. Yeah. Especially since, you know, the end, the final rest in the end mm-hmm. is usually eight to ten minutes. So, um, but I, yeah, I, I, I get hard on myself, too, about that seated thing where mm-hmm. I have a meditation cushion at home. Mm-hmm. And, like, I look at it every day, you know, <laughs> and... <laughs> But um, I don't, yeah, I don't sit on it as much as I, I would like to or think I should, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I like about yoga, because you do have that. Um, you spend all of your energy and your mind moving your body and kind of just kind of being one like that. You don't have to think about anything else. And so I feel like that's a, that's a good start, too, for meditation is to practice, practice that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, at least for me with yoga, it's like my whole experience has just been, you know, putting a little space and using your breath and putting putting a little space between your thoughts and just noticing your thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know, like our thoughts are just there all day. And it's like we wouldn't, you know, it's not about trying to shut that off, right? Mm-hmm. Because we need our mind and our mind does beautiful things for us. Yeah. But just noticing, like... Some days it's more intense than others with the thinking, right? But just, like, for me, yoga is about noticing that, putting space between that and just remembering that I'm this, like, big, expansive consciousness of awareness behind all that incessant stream of thought and just connecting back to that. That's that's what we really are, right? So do you have any other trips planned or or any workshops? Yeah, well, one of the things... um, that came out of my Peru trip was just it first of all it was a really big deal for me to do that Mm -hmm. and do that for myself because I'm like a really I love doing things for other people type of person Mm -hmm. and I tend to in the past I tended to really put people way before myself Mm -hmm. right so going to Peru especially leaving my son for the first time that was a huge huge deal Mm -hmm. so I, uh, I felt a lot of guilt around it initially, and then when I pulled the trigger and just decided, I'm no, I'm going to do this for myself, mm-hmm. what I realized, like, coming back, is like, I, you know, oh, actually, when I was there, in, in the training, I even shared, like, I know by being here, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing the best thing I can, I'm being a responsible parent for my son, because I'm putting myself first so I can be a better mom yeah. to him. So I was like, cool, okay, you know, I can do this, I can travel, and I'm like, well, I would love to do it. My plan is every four months or so I want to do something for myself, whether it's a, a training, mm-hmm. and I'm in the process of getting my my 500-hour master teacher training right now. Wow. I'm doing it, yeah, I'm doing it with Stacy Dawkins, who uh, runs Free Life People School of Yoga at the studio. She owns the Yoga Project. Oh, wow. Her and Dave, her husband. So is the Yoga Project in different locations? Yeah, yeah. The, um, Sorry, Stacey I didn't mean and Dave. Yeah, to. no. Stacy and Dave Dawkins are the owners. They're absolutely mm-hmm. amazing. And yes, they have four different locations. There's uh, the Fort Worth, there's Mansfield, Arlington, and one in Waxahachie. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, and sh- their training programs are just so cool. Um, the one I'm about to do is anatomy and physiology, and it's going to be at a ranch. and It's like a 17-acre ranch in Fort Worth. Wow. Yeah, they recently started doing their trainings there and um, seeing 
seeing what she's shared on social media lately. They just did a training there, and like make, makes me so excited. Like it's like it's almost like a retreat. Cause yeah, they, you know, they cook this beautiful food and all that. So that's my next big thing I'm doing for myself in mm-hmm. July. And then I'm feeling really called, I think, to go to Egypt in November. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. We'll see if I can pull pull it off. <laughs> I mean, I pulled off Peru, so it's it's another, it's a week-long um, training called, a, it's a priestess initiation journey. So it's it's all women kind of gathering, mm-hmm. just um, diving into that divine feminine energy mm-hmm. and um the one of the women le- women leading it uh, was one of the facilitators in Peru at ISTA, so I was I felt a strong connection with her, and so uh, she's from Egypt. Oh wow! So and this this I I saw and I was like that looks beautiful, and so we'll see we'll see, but I'm kind of feeling that I think that would be <laughs> awesome. That would be awesome. Yeah. Well, do you want to take a break for a second? Sure. Okay, we're back. You're back. back. (laughs) Is there anything that you're like watching or you're like, I don't know, you seem like you're a little busy so you don't have time to watch TV or... Yeah, you know, I actually don't even have a TV. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) I know. That is the craziest thing I've ever heard. But I know they do. People do it. crazy. Yeah, I don't have a TV, you know. I have I haven't really ever been much of a TV mm-hmm, watcher. Mm-hmm. There's been a couple Netflix shows that I've like loved in the past, and I have Netflix and mm-hmm. I do sometimes watch it. Mostly it's for my son to watch movies yeah. just on my computer. Um but yeah, you know, I I, I when we moved into my apartment in January, so I, I just got my own place in January mm-hmm. with my son. We were living with my dad uh, from the time I actually got to Texas. And so having my own place has been such an amazing, awesome thing. I just decided at that point that I wanted it to be, you know, the living room to just be kind of an open medita- meditation slash yoga space. Right. So I have it set up where... I've got my yoga mat out and all that, and I just try to make it more just conducive to those activities. And then, of course, there's toys all over the place. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you got to keep them entertained. So, but that's so good. Like, you actually value your time to work on your craft in whatever capacity. Like, that's... Yeah. Oh, I get so distracted. We don't turn on our TV... Um, during the week because we've got homework and I get home at a certain time and it's like homework, bath, bed. Yeah. So there's no like time to actually sit in front of the TV, but I like to, um, watch TV, binge watch TV, like on a Friday night <laughs> or like Sunday morning before I go to church or whatever, just just to catch up on stuff. Sure. But it's so hard. with that. Like, you're not, you know, oh, doing it. I mean, but okay. I have, like, a stack of books on my nightstand that I've been wanting to read. And so, like, I choose, like, should I read, should I read a couple of, cha- couple of chapters or should I start another series on Netflix or something? Or, 
Um, so then, yes, I try to, I'm trying to do all of it. I'm trying to read all the books. I'm trying to watch everything. I know. So. It's like, we're all so, so hard on ourselves. It really, we? yeah. It's like, man, you know, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, yeah, the books, the books are there. I have tons of books too. I'm the same way. I have all these books I want to read and it's like, I start reading a little bit of each one and then, you know, I actually, <laughs> I actually have two books in my purse that I carry around with me and I'm like, okay, when I get like a minute, I'm going to just crack one open and just start reading it. And then I think I have like three books on my nightstand right now and they're all different. They're like, um, one of them is, uh, auto, no, it's a biography about one of the Kennedys, Kennedy sisters. And the other one is, um, witches, which is, mm-hmm. it's a novel, but, um, it is the hardest book to read because it's about the Salem witch trials and there's a lot of history and backstory with it. And mm-hmm. so like the first, I don't know, 25, 30 pages is a recap on all the families where they're from, how they're connected, and it's like, it's too much. Like, I can't concentrate long enough for that information. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, forget that. Let me just turn on the TV and rot my brain. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Um, yeah, I find with books, it's like, I'm always kind of opening up the book of whatever I'm... Um, Whatever energy is kind of circulating in my life in the moment, mm-hmm. like right now, I have a, a lot of my focus is on my next workshop, so I have all my shocker books out, <laughs> and I'm and I'm reading those and just kind of restudying like all about our root and our sacral chakra, which are the first two, and so we have this energy body basically like this this energy body and really it's like my whole intention with doing this workshop series mm-hmm. is to teach people about about your energy body and realize it's really important just to treat it in the same way that we treat our physical health, our mental, our emotional. It's it's just another mm-hmm. aspect of our health. So the chakra system is like a roadmap kind of to that, like kind of like a roadmap to our like our inner temple. Mm-hmm. That makes Sense. Mm-hmm. And then yoga really connects it because practicing yoga is really just connecting like your physical body with your inner body, right? So the chakras are kind of that inner temple aspect. So learning about that and and different yoga postures are all connected to, mm-hmm. to each chakra. So I'm really excited because um, the first two chakras are all about our sense of groundedness, our creative mm-hmm. being, our sensual being, and just learning how to be really rooted in that, and that's where everything springs from that, all the health of our whole entire system. So that's kind of what the next workshop is about. Nice. I'm going to integrate some fun things that we did in in ISTA training, some fun exercises, so it's going to be really cool. So do young people do, like kids, do they do, I know they have kid yoga, but like, are you yeah. getting your son to do it too? Yeah, well, it's so funny. I've actually noticed him lately. Like, he'll, he'll if I if I say yoga, he gets down on the ground and like, he, <laughs> he gets in like down dog and he lifts up a leg. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm so proud. He That's must cute. be because I practice at home a couple times a week. Yeah, he must. And I know his dad does yoga too, so uh, he's picking up on it. That's it's so, so good. funny, you know. And um. Yeah, I, I've never taught kids yoga, but I know that there is a really cool um, 
there's a there's a cool thing called poser kids mm. and i i think they do kids yoga classes at press cafe like saturday morning okay i think i've seen that yeah being advertised yeah, yeah. i met the guy I, I was going to press cafe this was last year but i ran into the guy that that started that mm-hmm. we were talking and that's how i kind of found out about it but i would love to take julian there yeah. i don't know if he's too little but that's so cool right yeah i and think so they have a great space there at press cafe too oh like, yeah they have us. like all kinds of uh um um athletic or they because they have Mel Johnny's right there which is the cycling yeah and they have a group that leaves I think I think started doing like on Thursday because my husband cycles and so they do these mm. rides um and then they do like uh I don't know if they're they're um what do you call them they're not camp gladiator but it's something like that something like a a workout group oh cool yeah like training yeah yeah nice and they, it's I think it's free too like you just show up and oh wow just that's get, cool Free exercise. Yeah, that's such a cool space that they have, like mm-hmm. outside space, and that cafe is awesome. I mean, that's I like another it's... little corner of Fort Worth yeah. that's pretty fun. Yeah, I have been there. I really like it. They have great food. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they do. I love it. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, it's totally patio season. We need to go there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Everything. Like, wait until it's, like, do it now until about, what, June when it gets yeah, really it hot? Yeah, it gets so hot. There's no just... way of like patio seating? Nope, I don't want to sit outside. <laughs> I'll take the AC. Yes, I know. I know. Awesome. That's so cool. So, um, so back to your workshops that you're well, what you learned in Peru. It was yoga or wasn't yoga? No, it wasn't. It wasn't yoga. It wasn't yoga. It was just. Yeah, it's like I said. It's it's hard to try and put into words mm-hmm. and explain the experience because. It would just be really taking it out of the context. Yes. So you had and to like so, be there, like live it. Like you had to be there yeah. to to understand. Yeah. What exactly you were gonna get out of learning from these from. Yeah, I mean, one of the things, like more tangible things, I feel like I can kind of talk about and share is just uh, the tools of emotional release that that we're given and. Um, Basically, it's like we have this energy body, right? And and over the years, you know, we collect baggage. We we we, you know, there's there's a lot of taboo right around sexuality, and it's like, so people tend to carry a lot of shame around that, or um, guilt or fear, and so we just really worked with that energy, um, kind of brought it to the surface and then use these tools to release. And like some of them would be like, for example, it's like, like how I've integrated it into my life now is like once a week, I aim to do this for like 10 minutes or more if I need to. But for now, it's just about once a week where I like create a ritual kind of thing in my room. I put a pillow in front of me and like, I might put some music on, but, like, I'll just, like, I'll scream into the pillow, just depending on how I'm feeling. Okay. Because I've been noticing, like, I always used to think, I'm not an angry person. Like, I get more sad. But actually, I realized I have a lot of anger. (laughs) Like, I do have anger, and I just don't let it out. Okay. Yeah. So, like... Just all these emotions, just that whole training was designed to bring up a lot of shit, basically. Yeah. And then they taught you how to release it. So it's like this ritual of kind of 
pillow screaming, pillow hitting, kind of allowing myself to like thrash around and throw a tantrum and get kind of crazy, uh-huh. but just like, you know, you got to get the yeah. shit out, you know? And it's amazing, like, you know, and then I'll do like a little meditation at the end, just sit, you know? Mm-hmm. But I, it's amazing, like, the feeling, a little, I feel a little bit lighter after yeah, that. Yeah, I can see that. And, and it I, sounds crazy, No, but, you know, it's like... It feels really good. <laughs> See, that so. that sounds really simple, but you have to actually do it. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Yeah. I, I that sounds amazing. Well, and the thing is about doing it is it's like yeah, like it's it's a new kind of practice. So I'm still like you know it's not the first thing I want to do. Like I would rather just go have a glass of wine, you know. But it's like <laughs> if I do that first, I may not want the glass of wine, or I might you know I might just want one instead of two, you know. So, yeah. So yeah, you know it's just it, it's it's amazing. Um, when just looking, we all have stuff we carry, you know, and it's like, if if we don't allow that energy to move through us, it just builds and builds and builds. Mm -hmm. And so I just had a lot of awareness around certain things and through different rituals and the training, you know, they really, you know, you're encouraged to just to look at things in your life, relationships in your life that, you know, and, and, just kind of come to your own terms mm-hmm. with things. And, um, yeah, it was a really beautiful experience. It sounds like it. It was wild. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. So were there, so when you were doing these workshops, or doing this, were you all doing it at the same time, or did everybody have their own way of expressing their, yeah, whatever it is, like, because your trigger would have been, it could have been anything. It could have been you screaming in the pillow. It could have been punching something. Like, when you came back, what did you tend to do over, you know, I know you tried everything, but. Yeah, well, um, yeah, it was a group, a, a group thing. So, you know, we had, everyone had their own experience, but it was so cool because we were all in this group together. And it was like this, the the facilitators did such a beautiful job of creating like a temple space where it was like a container. So mm-hmm. whatever whatever anyone felt or, or experienced, it was like this really safe container. Mm-hmm. So it was cool like to, to have that feeling of being held by the group energy and supported and whatever it was. Yeah. So that was awesome. And then um they teach you know, they taught us a lot of different stuff. It was it was beautiful. Like, there was a lot of dancing involved every day and, and just really connecting to like this our sensual being. Mm-hmm. Because it's like we're all sexual, sensual beings. And and I just think in this society that gets really closed off. It's right. like the only things we see about sex are like in media or how we're supposed to be in a relationship, mm-hmm. but we aren't really taught like they don't teach us in school about like self pleasure or connecting with our own sexuality mm-hmm. in a healthy way. Yeah. So a lot of it was it was about that, and um, it was awesome. Sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, why? Like, I just I would like hearing about it. It's real intimidating the way you're explaining it. It's like, oh yeah, like I totally get what you're saying. Like, yeah, why not? Why not be? So not uptight about it. <laughs> yeah, well, and it's okay. It's like I said, it's such a it's such a taboo, you mm. know, even talking about it. Yeah. And so the cool thing about this training was they're really clear about, you know, 
if anything feels uncomfortable to you, like, you don't have to do anything. Right. Like, it's only what's authentic to you. Right. It's like, they're just, they're giving you a space to kind of notice, develop awareness, and then go with it feel Mm -hmm. you know but a lot of things too we learned about like healthy boundary setting and I think a lot of a lot of us struggle with that I mean I know I have and that's Mm -hmm. like you know like for example it's like saying yes when you want to say no Mm -hmm. in the simplest way you know and I have done that so much in my past and so and and that's like giving that's giving our power away yeah right so we did some really cool exercises around that, and just in the end, it was just this incredible feeling of, like, newfound confidence I had in mm-hmm. myself. Like, I felt like I stepped into my power. Yeah. And, like, took it back. Yeah. And it's all because it, it's all about rooting into that sensuality of our, mm-hmm. of our being, and then when we do that, it's like, that's our power, that life force energy that we have. Yeah. So... That's, I don't know if I'm making any sense. No, I totally, like, I, I'm loving everything you're saying. Like, I feel like I'm going to have to take your workshop now. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I well, I mean, that. that's like self-awareness. Like, you forget. You get so lost in everyday stuff, and I am totally in that right now. Like, I feel like I am just being sucked in by everybody else and everything else, and it's just like, I got to get bring it back to me. Totally. And I, I totally understand. It's so easy to, in this whole society we live in. It's like, go, 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 do, do, do mm-hmm. more, more, more. And like, especially being a mom, as you know, yes. it's like you're always giving, you're always. Yeah. Giving. And I think that's where my struggle is. Like, I feel like I am not, have not taken like a, oh, like I can finally relax. Like it's go, go, go all the time. But I know that I'm, I, that's what I have going on. So I need to balance, balance what I need for myself versus what I need to give to everybody else. And maybe that would go eat, you know, go smoother. Like after I do that is finding. Absolutely. And it's just about making that time. Like, I mean, if I don't practice yoga, I get, I start getting really spun out. (laughs) So I know for me, that's something I have to do. Um, but also, you know, I haven't had a massage in a long time, but, you know, doing something like that every once in a mm-hmm. while is really important for me, too. And just, um, you know, doing things that get, you know, p- pleasure experience can be just simply in, in you know, in eating and enjoying your food. Mm-hmm. Or, um, yes. You know, it's it's not just about you know, sexual, like, pleasuring, right. but, but, yeah, like, you know... Like, for me, yoga is a very sensual practice. I mean, feeling and moving and just connecting mm-hmm. with my body. And, and anyway, you can do that. That could be just going out for a walk and just standing. Like yes. Barefoot in the grass and just close your eyes and breathe, yes. you know. And we're sensual beings. It's just, like, all of our senses. Like, how are you smelling life? How are you tasting life? Yeah. You know, all of that. So the more we can bring that into our lives. Oh, yeah. I totally get yeah. that. It's, um, I'm overstimulated with everything that's going on, you know, like yeah. with everybody, my phone. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole podcast of its own. I mean, really, I get sucked into it. Oh, and then too. I And then I realize, like, oh, my God, I've wasted so much time doing this. And then I'm like, okay, I got to just, you know, take it back, take it back. 
Yeah, plant the root, man. That's the ultimate grounding, you know, oh, being on yeah. earth. And that was such, so beautiful about Peru. I mean, I got my fix in mountains for quite a oh, while. I yeah. mean, one thing about Texas, I remember when I first got here, I was like, there's nothing pretty to look at, you know? <laughs> and it's really grown on me. I mean, the people here, yeah. and the weather, it's amazing. But So going to Peru was awesome, just that. It was such a sacred, like, vortex yeah. in being in that specific, in the sacred valley where the train was. Oh, my God. So all this, like, Pachamama, you know, Mother Earth energy just, like, oh, just seeping in. And, and yeah, it was, it was beautiful. So just being out in nature. Yeah. In any way. Well, they being in a different culture, too, just, like, that way of life and... Just taking in what, the, and that's bringing that back here and, and integrating into what you have going on a daily basis. Oh, like that's an experience right there. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like, yeah. And, and that's been the thing is trying to figure out how to deliver all of that in a, in a way that doesn't freak people out or, you know, because it was very intense what I went through. But, and so I've been integrating it since, just in my own life now, mm-hmm. and now I'm, like, I'm ready to share. So that's kind of what my workshop is going to yeah. be about, and I have some cool some cool ideas of how to just, you know, gently integrate it to where it's not too much or overwhelming, you know, but mm-hmm. it is important stuff. This, yeah. You know, this is, this is important stuff for us to know, to really want to, we want to thrive in our lives. Mm-hmm. We need to understand yeah, energy. I mean, we exchange energy all day, every day, with people and mm-hmm. things, whatever. So, yeah. yeah, I'm a nerd about energy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it because I need it. I I love hearing about that because that's just another thing that, you know, that I just I want to learn more about, and it's just another thing that you think in your head. Like I always think about other things that I could be doing, and that's something, like what we're saying is it just. Not that it seems like it's easy to do, but it seems like this is so doable. Like, it's, everybody can do it for themselves. Totally. Oh, I love it. Love it. Cool. <laughs> so, okay, so can you tell us what, you, what your website is, your blog's, blog is, your um, mala shop, everything? Yeah, yeah. So my blog is laurenashleyyoga.com. And I have, I've integrated my, uh, my, my Etsy shop in with there. Mm-hmm. So um, just on the main menu, it says the Mala Shop. That's the name of my, my jewelry business, mm-hmm. the Mala Shop. And um, so you can, you can see it all on there. I also explain on the website like, what a Mala is, mm-hmm. how to use it, um, things like, like the well, story. Well, what is it? Can you tell it? Yeah, a mala is basically, a, it's like a tassel necklace. Okay. With, it has, the, I make them in kind of the Buddhist tradition where there's 108 stones plus one guru bead, it's okay. called. So it's 109 beads all together. Okay. And there's a lot of different meanings for 108. I mean, if you Google it, it's crazy. There's tons of different meanings, but the one that really resonates with me is... Uh, in Buddhism, it's believed that there are 108 worldly desires that must be overcome in order to attain nirvana. Okay. So that's an explanation I, I kind of liked. And so I kind of went with that when I explained it. But you can use the mala, like, just run through your hands. And uh, traditionally, 
a mantra is repeated as you go over each bead. Kind of like a rosary. Count yeah, rosary. exactly. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, so you can meditate. Just feeling the beads in your mm -hmm. hands. Like when, you know, I, I'm always wearing mine. Just just feeling it. It's like can can be grounding or, you know, bringing back to the present. Or really, the stones can hold whatever intention mm -hmm. you need it to hold. Like what do you need in your life? Do you need grounding? Do you need, you know, courage, do you need creativity, what do you want to manifest, right. what is your vision, you know, it just, it can be a reminder of that, really, um, so, that, and what else, on my, on my website, I also have my teaching schedule, okay, I teach three, right now, I teach three classes a week at the yoga project, and, um, my workshop schedule is also on the website, nice, so. Yeah, I just keep that in my blog. I, sometimes I write and sometimes I vlog. Mm -hmm. So that's been a fun new adventure. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it's just all positive, good things. Yeah. So um, on each podcast, I ask my guests, like, what group or what um, person or what cause that they want to promote? Mm. Um, it could be anything. It could be like a nonprofit group. It could be um, a book that you want to talk about, or or just promote, or mm. just a idea. I mean, it could be anything. Just for cool. something to kind of put out there for people to think about. And... Awesome! Gosh. <laughs> I mean, you got a lot of stuff you're promoting for yourself, which is awesome. I love it. Yeah. No, I know there's things. Like, yeah. Well, I I mean, I've already touched on a little bit. What I've talked about is the. Mm -hmm. With yeah. the training so I did, I mean, I, I would say between ISTA and then the yoga project or um, Free Life People is the school of yoga that Stacy Dawkins and Dave Dawkins just recently started. And um, I just can't speak highly enough of both that, yeah. the yoga school and then ISTA. Mm -hmm. um, and, I, and I would love to give the information. You know, yeah. It's uh, Free Life freelifepeople.com they're also having train and retreats they're having trainings and retreats in thailand and bali coming wow. up yeah so some really exciting stuff there and then ista it's school of templearts.org and they have trainings all over um, the world but yeah i mean just those those are two groups or organizations that are just really inspiring greater mm -hmm. awareness and mindfulness in, in yeah. life in general. And that's the most powerful thing ever to me. I mean, Stacy's yoga trainings are not, it's not just a yoga training. It's like a transformative experience. Mm -hmm. like she's absolutely amazing. Like it's she's a way so of smart. life. Yeah. Yeah. So. And the ISTA, is that what you said? How yeah, you ISTA. Is, how did you find that through? Yeah, it was through a friend of mine that um, actually we went down to Peru together. Mm -hmm. And um, so he shared with me about ISTA. It was around a year ago that he shared with me um, about ISTA. And he had done a training with them before. So he was talking about it, and I just I felt really called to it. Mm -hmm. And when he told me he was doing the Peru um, level one, I just was like, I wanted to do it. And I remember feeling just really hesitant, like I couldn't do that. I couldn't leave my son. And it was over time that I kind of realized, like, I need to do this for yeah. myself. So, so yeah, that's how I found out about it. And um, that's yeah. great. Yeah. 
Well, thank you, Lauren, for being with me today. Thank you. And everybody go out and support Lauren and her yoga project and her blog and her vlog. <laughs> thank you so much, Bernadette. It's been such an honor. I'm so such glad you did this. We'll have to do it yeah. again. Like after after I do something like I want to do a yoga class, I want to do your workshop. Definitely want to, like I that's how I'm gonna be held accountable. It's like if okay, I say it out loud. Cool. I like it. If I say it out loud, it's gotta happen. Absolutely. That's how things happen is when you say it out loud. Like, I am gonna do this, I am gonna do that. Um, so Cool. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, do it again. We'll have all of our experience. Yeah, totally. We'll be like <laughs> cool. Lucy Goosey. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna we'll be dancing. <laughs> and... <laughs> cool. Cool. Thank you. Thank you.